Yo, I'm Chad. And this is Eric. And together we are... We're back, and you're back too! Dead, 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 dead. Yes, so... Dead, 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 dead. We're the, <laughs> we're the Jumpman Podcast. Somewhere Godzilla is rising up out of the depths. Nice, you, you got that just from that. I love it. We're oh, on the same wavelength here. Dude, of course, of course. <laughs> Yo, I, in fact, I, who's who is the guy who made that track, that rap track that rapped over uh, God, the Godzilla theme? I don't know, but that is pretty fucking awesome. The yes. Godzilla rap track. That's that's actually what I was thinking when I was doing that. Of course, and like you know, it's like that guy was genius, and that would probably be the only thing that he's ever known for ever. Oh, but like, that's a how good way to be known? How epic, man! And I, I swear, like people have have stolen that so many times, but it was such a great idea. I know someone should find it and post it on our Facebook page because I love it. So actually, you, you know, back back in um, God, back in two thousand eight, I was at this podcasting conference and people were talking about Godzilla because there was this uh, podcast thing called Podzilla, and the Podzilla dudes were like Toho, who uh, you know, they're, they're the company who produced Godzilla. They're like Toho contacted us, and they had these three these three rules that they they said you have to adhere to if you have Zilla in your name. Really. Uh, Yes, and they're like they're like these are the things that are tri- that are copyrighted about Godzilla. They said um, uh, Godzilla rising up out of the water, as in like a giant swell of water with possibly a monster inside. You mm-hmm. can't you can't use that. That is that is Godzilla. Let's see. Mm. They said um, some kind of lizard creature blowing fiery atomic breath. Mm-hmm. So that's number two, and then the third one is his scream. Oh, all like. <laughs> so those three things so, you, you can do whatever you want just don't you don't do those three things so like if you were a porn star and your name was Godzilla <laughs> you, you couldn't do the scream right before you uh, climaxed <laughs> no and, and you couldn't have your giant wang rising out of the depths to crush uh, um, uh, <laughs> to crush Vaginatopolis no to crush Mufra <laughs> <laughs> I would I would love that a porn where like where the actors uh, lines are dubbed in terribly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh Godzilla man, that's has come awesome. to destroy Mothra. Oh, God damn it! Your connection's already coming in bad. Oh man. Well, at least at least yours is coming in good, so it can record nicely on my end. Yeah, because I'm the best. Um, well, shit, we got lots of stuff to talk about. Yes. <laughs> so so uh, so we watched The Dark Knight Returns Part Two. Yes, and we had watched part one when it came out last fall, and we're like, holy shit, this is awesome. And part two did not disappoint. No. In fact, I think, like, you know, I've, I've always said this, DC animation cannot do any wrongs right now. Not only that, this might be the greatest cartoon movie of all time. It's pretty awesome. You know, it gives you exactly what you want. It's dark, bad things happen, just like in part one, like, bad things happen in number two. And uh, it really gives you, like, a different take on Batman. And uh, since I didn't read the comic, you know, the, that iconic comic, uh, watching part two, I, I definitely felt like, oh, man, this is what everybody has been ripping off for, like, the last, I don't know, 10, 20 years. Uh, okay, so we had different perspectives because, you know, I, I, I knew the storyline going in. Mm. And so, obviously, you know, one of the reasons I say it's one of the greatest cartoon movies is because, I mean, it had the best source material. <laughs> oh, of course. But... I would I would actually say that this cartoon movie Dark Knight Rises is better than the actual graphic novel. Wow, better. How so? Well, just because the comic was so good, but and this took everything from the comic and animated it with 
impeccable voice acting. Mm. So it, it just took it to that next level. You know, a lot of times you take like a really good comic and you animate it and stuff, and it's like, you know, maybe it's good. Maybe it's like, eh, not quite as good. But mm-hmm. this just took it to the next level. I mean, it, it was amazing. I mean, you got Peter Weller, Robocop, as Batman. The perfect choice for older Batman. Perfect choice. I thought I thought it was really good. You know, like all the voices, uh, especially, especially Robocop. But th- there were a couple times where I was like, you know, Robocop sounds a little bit like he can't really shout anymore or something. Like he's trying to rally the troops in part two and he's... And he just sounds like an old man, just kind of like talking on an easy chair. That was perfect, though, because the dude's, I mean, he's, Batman is 55. Maybe he can't shout anymore. Maybe he got, punch, maybe he got punched in the throat a couple times Yeah, well, over you know, his uh, crime-fighting career. That's true, and it was a different choice than what I would have expected. So in that, in that way, it kind of brought me in more. I loved it. He, I mean, that was awesome. And the Joker was voiced by Michael Emerson, who, if you guys are fans of the TV show Lost, he played Ben, a.k.a. the big bad guy on oh. Lost. And I loved him as the Joker too. So underplayed, uh, it was it was fantastic. Oh man! And you know, I I had, I had no idea just like the um, the Batman on Joker undertones that were just like laced throughout yeah. there, man. I mean, like the the whole scene in the uh, the tunnel of love in part two. I was like, oh damn, they're just not pulling any uh, punches. They're really explicitly going out and saying it. And and when one really cool thing about this um, was because. You're right. They don't pull any punches. All the other DC animated movies, it's you know, it may be slightly toned down. This one was not. The Joker. We watched him uh, shoot like 30 people up yeah. close <laughs> in the Tunnel of Love, and he fights Batman. Well, I'm not going to spoil everything, but I mean, he fights Batman, and you know, it's fucking awesome. And they do not pull any punches. It's, I mean, it's what this one's rated PG-13, right? Is so this the first animated movie that was rated PG-13 for DC? I, I'm not sure about that, but I will well, look it up. Really we quick. know it has at least been rated PG-13 based on some of the events that happened in it. It is, it is PG-13. Okay. So, I mean, you, you finally get, you know, if, if that's your thing, you finally get, like, this uncensored take. And it's just, it's fucking awesome. Like, it's a great, great comic, obviously. People still talk about it. But the I feel like the cartoon actually enhanced the comic, which, who would have thought? You would have thought, if anything... You would think uh, maybe it kind of lived up to the comic, but it actually next level. No, and and I think that's the strength of animated features uh, to bring out like a comic. You know, you don't you don't really have um, like a heavy-handed director bringing some kind of like medium to something that's totally different. Like you know, like video game movies, let's say as an example. No, it's it's more like all right, you took the original source material and recreated it in another uh, like another animated medium. It was and, perfect. Everyone, I mean, I, I watched this and I was like, wow, like that was just awesome. <laughs> it was so much. I mean, if you have it, I mean, holy shit. It's better than the live action Batman movie that we've seen recently. By far. And and it's not because, you know, like, um, it's not because either one sucks. It's right. because like, all right, this one gives you more of what you want and it doesn't take you out of the comic books. You know, yeah. it's like it, it, instead it just brings you in. It kind of animates the world. I thought the action was awesome. There was just gratuitous action sometimes. It's like, yeah. all right, maybe Batman fought like five cops on the rooftop in the comic. I don't know. Instead, this time he's fighting like a hundred cops and he's breaking all their elbows and just like, just like Batman is such a badass in part two. He's just unstoppable. Yes. And well, again, without spoiling it, Superman does show up. 
And they've always had this complex dynamic relationship where they kind of like love hate, you know, where they have different <laughs> points of view and it was fantastic the way it goes down. I thought it was I thought it was great, you know, like there's an epic confrontation and uh, I think I think uh part 2 of the Dark Knight Returns has a different take on Superman than I think I've ever seen before. You know, or that DC has ever allowed before. You know, instead of Superman being viewed just like um like like a, I watched uh, Superman versus the Elite back to back with Dark Knight Returns uh part 2. And Superman versus the Elite is like an all pro Superman movie. It's like mm-hmm. Superman is awesome, Lois Lane is like witty, and they have like this loving relationship, and Superman may seem old-fashioned, but that's actually the best way possible is truth, justice, and the American way. Fuck yeah, Superman. Yeah. You know, in The Dark Knight Returns, he's just like the lapdog of the government. He's, yeah, he's a, he's a president's bitch. He's, he's, he's akin to like uh, to a nuclear arsenal. Basically, yeah. because you know the U.S. uses him in the uh, in the fight against Russia in the Cold War, which I and uh, and things happen to Superman <laughs> in this movie without spoiling them that I've never seen happen to him before. Like uh, like he goes up against was it like like in in his fighting against Russia something happens to Superman and I was like oh my god what what happened? Yeah. No, I mean you know clearly like I said the source material you know Dark Knight Returns is one of the greatest comic series of all time, but this just took it to the next level highly recommend that you go out and buy it and watch it because you will not be disappointed and like i said my man robocop just kills it (laughs) kills it every time he's like every time he's like robin don't mess with the helicopter or you're fired i oh dude i I fucking loved it this is the greatest cartoon movie ever i don't know if there'll ever be a better one all right, let's stop circle jerking on this movie. It's just great. Go watch it. Go watch it. It's a, uh, <laughs> it's on Amazon streaming. And it comes out in Blu-ray on uh, January 29th, I think. Yeah. Oh man. So, uh, so Eric. So we had a contest. A little bit of contest. <coughs> yeah. So I have these 13 PS2 games. The the last in my uh, PS2 collection, outside of a couple that I just can't part with. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I asked the maniacs last week to submit, uh, you know, not a video. Not like fan art, but just like submit like some words, some text, like just tell us why you should be the owner of these PS2 games. And essay, we, co- essay contest. That's right. <laughs> but if there wasn't any number of like pages, you know, right. you could submit a sentence, a paragraph. It could be a total fabrication, which was the yep. case in a couple cases, and or it could just be like the the brutal honest truth, which also was the case in a couple cases. Right. And uh, so so my my criteria for picking the winner. Uh, you uh the the contest uh the people who submitted, you had to have the time to play these games. All right. So if you sound like you're a busy adult, you probably did not win. Uh, you can't be a collector with a ton of games already, because I just felt like you know like these games deserve to be played. You know they've been sitting on my shelf. I feel like a collector because they've been sitting on my shelf. They can't just go to somebody else's house and sit on their shelf and collect dust. That's lame. So basically, you're like Andy from Toy Story 3, <laughs> and right. you want to give your toys away to someone who can really play with them, not just be put them on the shelf. That's right, and I want to go over to their house first and like gently play with them, with them <laughs> just to make sure that it's going to be cool. This you is know? how you... Let me show you how to level up with Cloud. <laughs> I always thought in the end of Toy Story 3, she's going to take Woody and like, I don't know, like stick it in her butt or something like like <laughs> the girl in the end just like pop his head off in her mouth or something terrible 
Anyway, so and my last my last um, uh, reason for picking the winner was you had to sound like you actually liked the PS2. <laughs> if you were just saying like I want these games because I want them, uh, no. And uh, and Andrew Corner, up yours, buddy. P- <laughs> the PS2 is awesome. You shut your filthy mouth. <laughs> saying I thought that was smack. an awesome entry. I, I, for actually, the record, I, actually, I thought so too. But <laughs> <laughs> good on you, dude. No, there's no way I, I can give a game to somebody who's like I. I should win because I hate the console. I thought it was awesome. I thought that was a novel approach to the essay contest. That was That's so, true. Sorry you didn't win, buddy. But I, I thought that was awesome. You know, if you <laughs> if you can't go one direction, go the other direction. Yeah, I thought it was, it was brilliant. That's true. You know, I really, I really thought about. All right, so uh, a, a bunch of people who admitted, or at least lied. That they were young, uh, submitted to this contest. Some of them were a little too young. I feel like Drew Blades. Uh, sorry, dude. These games are not ready to eat for everyone. They are. They are a little <laughs> out of your little daughter's range. <laughs> Especially uh, Nocturne, which is all about um, overthrowing heaven with uh, the aid of Satan. And there's yeah. like demons and boobs and stuff like that. So who's your winner? So let me tell you the runner-up. Uh, the runner-up was. Donald Anthony Paris. Yeah. From the future. <laughs> that was that was the one. That was the one I wanted right there. Boom. Was, I think he was the only one to throw in uh besides Andrew like a joke. I hope it was a joke about Nick H- President Lord Nick Cage in the future saying that we had to give him this collection or else there was dire consequences. Yeah, Donald Anthony Paris is the man. Oh, I, when I read that one I was like, "Oh, that's the one I like." I know. <laughs> I was thinking that too. I mean, wolves mounted with laser cannons? Yeah. Somehow these video games can stop that. He was awesome. Good on you, dude. I like that guy. All right, but the, the, the person that I chose, and, and before I announce the winner, you are all winners in my book. Thank you all for submitting. You all rule. I wish I could give it all to everybody, but I yeah. can't. I had to pick somebody. Well, we'll all just go to this guy's house next and play. I know. <laughs> if, his, if his parents will let us. So uh, I'm going to read you, I'm gonna read you his, uh, his entry, the winning entry, and then I'm going to tell you his name. So... The winning entry starts with, I'm only 13, but I'm a huge gamer. Thumbs up in my book. My first video game experience was a Game Boy Advanced. My parents got it for me, and ever since then, I've been hooked. Two or so years later, I upgraded to the DS. Later that year, I got a GameCube. Then a couple years later, I got a Wii. And I was reading this thinking like, okay, all right, cool. But then he gets total nerd street cred by saying, I feel so stupid now. I used to think that was the best console out there. But then he went out to discover Screw Attack, and now he's into like all these retro games, and he has a ton of consoles now, and uh, <laughs> and he only has four games for his poor, poor PS2. So for all those reasons, and mostly because I feel like he's going to play the hell out of these games, and he has time because he's only 13, uh, I'm gonna give my PS2 collection to Jake Yoder. Congratulations, buddy! You you win. Good job, dude. Way to be. Yeah, I guess I guess if you're 13, you probably don't have. Uh, a job and you can just skip your homework and you play the shit out of these games and you know it's like you don't have to have that uh awkward conversation at toys r us where you're trying to get the you know to buy like a a game that's rated t for teen or m for mature as most of these games are Uh oh there we go hooking up miners that's true all right (laughs) don't tell your parents uh, jake (laughs) don't play them while they're around either i got that mail package in the internet from that dude oh no Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool, Jake. And you're the main character from Adventure Time. Oh, that's true. That's true. Maybe he has a dog with macaroni legs. 
Yeah, that's what we're hoping at least. So, so Jake, I'm going to send you a little message. Uh, you'll have to give up your address. Sorry, dude. Uh, in order to forget these things, I'm going to give you two weeks to respond, and then I'm giving it to Donald Paris. How's that? Yeah, sounds good. That's pretty cool. All right, let's talk about some cool shit, man. Word. All right. I'm talking about a video game now. But what? Oh, dude, how's your how's your Xbox? Is it still uh, dead? Actually, I haven't turned it on yet. Since. Okay. All right. Like so. I, a Red Ring of Death with the DVD I was trying to watch, Total Recall. Well, do <laughs> and it. then I turned it off, and the next day I turned it on, it went green. I hit eject, got the movie out, and then turned it back off. Okay. Well, you know, uh, when when my Xbox Red Ringed, it's it worked for a little while longer, like a couple more weeks, mm-hmm. but then it just overheated. Like I was playing Fallout Three way too much, and about four hours into a gaming session, it just died. Hmm. Yeah, so I, that's kind of what I figured. I figured it's probably just on its way out, so I'll just have to decide what is the last video game I play on it before it, it just dies. So word. But um, anyways, I saw this new game. Actually, maybe uh, I don't. Know, this isn't out yet, I don't think. But when it is, maybe I'll just make this my final game because I think it's it's exclusive for Xbox Live. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of Super Time Force? I have not. Super Time Force, man, it looks awesome. It's like an eight bit side scroller. Mm-hmm. But um, and supposedly there's a, a skateboarding dinosaur in it. Awesome. But you got to kill all the shit. And the best part about it is, if you die, you tap in the super time force, and you have to replay that level. But you replay it with also your character that just died going through with you, killing everything that it killed the last time you played it. Oh, that sounds fucking awesome. So if you died like six times, I think, then you've got like five other dudes of you. We're running through like a memory thing, killing what they already killed, and you just have to go through and take out the stuff that you haven't taken out yet. Oh, I like it. So it's like, so it's got a little braid, a little Prince of Persia in it, but uh, it's a little more interactive than that. Yeah, and less gay. <laughs> <laughs> no, something- Super, that sounds cool, man. It's like, can you imagine if Super Time Force, it, it's basically like Contra, mm-hmm. but actually beatable, sounds like. I mean, Contra, man, every time you die, you got to start over. Can you imagine Contra if you started over, but your ghost of you from the last time you just played it was running through again and shooting the same things that killed. So you're like, all right, I got he goes low. I got to go high this time and shoot the thing that killed me last time. I dig it. So it's like the ultimate uh, one-player experience where you don't actually have to have friends in order to play because you just play with yourself. Yes. I, I think this game sounds... I mean, first of all, it looks cool. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I saw a little bit of the preview. And um, but just I love that novel concept. And I was like, I could get behind this game. I think that'd be awesome if you died a bunch of times. Imagine if you're on Super Mario Brothers and you died a bunch of times and you just kept having spawning more Marios. That's cool. Well, actually, uh, it sounds like the end of every level of Super Meat Boy, uh, where where they kind of show you exactly where you died every single time. And there's like 16 million Meat Boys running around the level. It sounds like like that, but that's the gameplay. Yeah. So that. I think it sounds cool. Like I said, it looks like an 8-bit side-scroller. So already I was like, oh, cool. Um, I just like that concept. So Super Time Force. I saw a preview for it. We'll have to post it on our Facebook page because it looked pretty sweet. Cool. That sounds great, man. Well, I've been I've been hacking away at Minecraft, but I had to stop to do stuff around my apartment for a week. Mm. Yeah, like I had to... I decided, okay, all right, I'm going to paint one of the bedrooms in my two-bedroom apartment, and that took way longer than I thought. God, what a freaking... God, like it was just like a time suck. And it's a week later. I haven't posted anything Minecraft related uh, on my uh, my Let's Suck series, and that's why, dudes. Because when you paint a room, you gotta like sand the walls and get everything out, and then get all these materials. And God, 
Painting sucks ass. Like, yeah, part of it is just cleaning, cleaning the room out. I, that's fucking terrible. I hate painting. Exactly. Like, if I had, like, the super time force and uh, I would kill myself after, like, each chore done and then go back and somebody would be doing that chore for me as I did something else, that would rule. Yeah, painting's terrible. Whenever someone uh, suggests to me that maybe I should repaint my bathroom or something like that, I'm like, it's fucking paint. I'm okay with it. Okay. <laughs> I don't care if it's the ugliest color in the world. It's already been done by someone else in the past, so mm -hmm. I'm okay with it now. Exactly, exactly. You know, The I only thing I'd want to do is repaint a wall and then oh. just scribble graffiti all over it throughout the years. Word. You know, I might I, do that with my basement. It's all like concrete and shit. I might just like paint it over white and then just graffiti all over it. You think that's cool until like the next time that you have to paint over it and then you're like, whoa, who the hell did this sloppy ass painting job all those years ago? Oh wait, it was me. I don't care. When I'm done with this house, I'm just going to burn it down. <laughs> because, you know, that's when our dinosaur overlords will have taken over. Exactly. Like, and they'll be like, we want to live in this house. I'll be like, oh, I must sacrifice the house. So I'll tell the dinosaur lord to come in, and then I'll just blow it up with him inside it. Boom. And the last thing you'll see is my graffiti on the basement. You've been tricked, bitch. <laughs> I think what you, should, what you should really do is turn it into like, the Blair Witch House and just get your, get your little son, like, uh, paint, paint up his hands and have him like, put like, creepy kid handprints everywhere. Oh, they're going to say Blair Witch, and I'll just stand in the corner in the basement. <laughs> That's right. You stand in the corner and think about what you did. And mm. someone comes down. Man, how cool would that have been if like you saw the Blair Witch for like five seconds? Uh, I don't know. Scary. It's like the Blair Witch is just like these paranormal activities, except paranormal activity makes you sit there for an hour and a half and then gives you eight seconds of like you get to see something scary. Like Blair Witch, you went through the whole time and didn't see. You should have gotten eight seconds of scariness in Blair Witch mm -hmm. at the end. You should have seen some kind of fucking witch. Well, that was that was the whole thing. Is you weren't expecting, it was it was like it was off camera, but it, something was there. Oh yeah, I mean it was definitely definitely freaked me out for sure. Mm -hmm. But but all this is transitioning into Hansel and Gretel witch hunters coming out in two weeks. Oh dude, that's right. I've been seeing posters all over town. Oh, actually, it's coming out next week. So it's coming out in one week. So uh, hopefully, I can see it like immediately and review it next uh, next episode. Cool. Yeah, I mean, we've been looking forward to this for two years now. It sounds, it sounds like, I mean, uh, every time I see the poster, I'm like, okay, cool. Shield agents are gonna hunt down witches. Yeah, because <laughs> it just looks like, just looks like Hawkeye from the Avengers and some chick. Oh, not just some chick though. That chick was in Clash of the Titans. She was like the spirit guide. Oh, really? Yeah. So she's got some cred too. Okay, a movie, a movie I will never see. Oh, Clash of Titans was great, dude. Clash of Titans it? two sucked. Just okay. like Taken Two was not good. Right. I'll never say I'll never say the word sucked Taken Two, just because I have so much respect for Taken One. I'll just merely <laughs> hint at it. Yeah. You say it wasn't as super as Super Dead Part One. Yeah. But Liz, uh, uh, what's his face? He's got um. He's working on a new movie where it's Taken in the air. What? Well, I mean, he's an he's like uh. He's on a plane, like an air marshal or something, oh, yeah, and some yeah. shit's going down. So, so it's basically like, taken in the air, I think. So he's like a stewardess? I mean, what do they call the movie? Like, baggage. Ah, oh, shit, I forget. I was reading about it. Sorry. I'll have to, I'll have to go find it later. But um, he doesn't know who the bad guy is, so it's not like terrorists are like, like choo -choo 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 -choo, taking over the plane. Mm -hmm. Like, there's something bad on the plane, he has to figure out who it is. So it's like a whodunit, and he's not sure who it is. Interesting. 
all, all I knew was like taking in the air. I'm good. I'm 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 booking that weekend. I'll go see it. It's all I needed to know, man. Well, he's like, Liam Neeson is like the new Harrison Ford. I mean, yeah. all he has to say is, get off my plane. Except yeah, ex- except he would bark it, because when Liam Neeson gets pissed, he's, he kind of turns into like some frightening troll man. And he, he'd be like, get off my plane. Yeah. No, I can't wait. He's in the air. I think it comes out uh, this fall or something. So when I know more, I'll let you know. But just put me down for it. <laughs> cool. Hey, dude, did you, uh, did you happen to see ScrewTac's latest death battle? Was that the Superman Goku? Yes. So, that finally answered the age-old question, huh? It did, but it did it in a way that, you know, like, I, I think, like, you're either in the Superman camp or you're in the Goku camp. And because of, uh, well, without spoiling the entire thing, like, they kind of figured out who was going to win by math. Like, the super nerds out there who are like, okay, all right, we take the, uh, we'll take the actual formula for formulating how strong Goku is at Super Saiyan level 4 by these episodes like episode 120 when he's traveling the in the in the spaceship with the gravity and how big of an increase that is and blah 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 and then they're like all right and then we'll take like Superman versus the elite and how much he can take in that versus like like all these different comic books from like the 1980s on you know just to like to figure out the math of like their max potential and I feel no, let's like, just go ahead and spoil it. Superman wins, and I was pissed. Yeah. I was pissed. Well, you know, I, I, I was kind of pissed, and then I was like, well, fuck Superman, really. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really, exactly. Like, this whole time, Goku's just, like, beating the shit out, and Goku's, like, so hard at leveling up, and, stuff, and the whole Superman just kind of takes punishment, and he's just, well, he still can't hurt me. And I'm like, come on, man. Like, at the end, the world gets destroyed, and still fine. He's not even hurt or anything. So just basically, you know, Superman's a god. And no one will ever be able to beat him is basically what they're saying, which is bullshit. Because in a real fight, Goku's going to win, man. Indomitable will. He always rises above the level of his enemy. So eventually, he would have found a way to rise above Superman. That's how I feel like, too. But, you know, like, um, I've seen I've seen new Superman, like, new 52 Superman bleed, get knocked unconscious. Like, he's more of, like, a mortal dude than uh than the old superman which is great i feel like that's the one great thing that the new 52 has done is take superman kind of down a peg yeah he really had to they they just built him up way too much yeah like in like in superman versus the elite uh towards the end he gets hit by somebody so hard and doesn't even flinch and the dude's just like i just hit him with the force of like 12 blue suns exploding and he doesn't even have a black eye what the crap authors yeah, that's kind of like me, you know. But if you hold this shiny rock next to him, he turns into a pussy. I know it's so weird. You think he'd be so tough that a uh, piece of kryptonite you could still like fight through it? Right. Like, like, does it drain him like, like just down to nothing like instantly? That's so weird. Or does it just hurt? And he's just a puss and just not used to dealing with pain. So he's like, uh, uh, I think oh, it hurts. Uh, I'm not used to not fighting at a hundred percent. Well, I think, like, you know, if you're a god, right, and, like, nothing could touch you, like, you can live in, like, the middle of the Arctic and not feel cold or pain or heat, suddenly having, like, this new sensation, you know, like, you can, like, touch everything and, like, the wind, like, blows a cold one up your butt and you're like, whoo, like, that's gotta, <laughs> that's gotta be, like, like, just bizarre. I get so, man. I just, uh, it's not a Superman fan. Sorry, no. especially not after watching Batman. I mean, 
How could you not have a bat boner after watching Dark Knight? Oh, yeah. I mean, like you know, like, everybody talks about, like, well, Superman would really be able to destroy Batman because he just throw him into the sun in the blink of an eye because he's so damn fast. But, you know, it really makes a case for why that doesn't happen, A, and then B, like, why Batman would ultimately, uh, would, would ultimately, like, just destroy him. But you know, the- it's the same thing with Goku versus Superman. Superman doesn't have the killer instinct, and Goku can eventually. He'll spare him at the very last second. Goku at least has the killer instinct in a fight. I think it's like it's like it's like that old weird ass comic, like where Superman fights Muhammad Ali. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> where you know, yeah, it was stupid, but at the same time, it's like here's two dudes, you know, with like so much goodwill just like emanating from themselves that there's no way that they they would end up with like planet Earth being destroyed. Like in the death battle, man, they would they would figure it out. They wouldn't even fight. Yeah, that's you know, very true. Just be like, all right, you want to fight something? Well, that's fine. I'm sure I have some super robots that you can you know hurt. Yeah, maybe Goku shouldn't have fought. Maybe Goku should have fought He Man. <laughs> well, that would you know that's the fight that I want to see. Only because Goku would destroy him. Oh yeah, and he'd kick the shit out of He Man so hard. And I don't need math to tell me that. I don't need somebody to be like, well, Goku, blah, 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 max strength or something. Nah, dude. I don't watch Dragon Ball Z for the math. I watch it for the kick-ass storylines. Yeah. That, uh, they, they replay them now. Every Saturday morning, there's a quote-unquote new episode mm. of the Dragon Ball Z Kai. Yes. So right now, they're in like the beginning of the Cell Saga. Like, uh, Goku and Gohan just went into the hyperbolic time chamber to train for a year in one day. Nice. I love that, and oh, then and then as soon as they now. and then as soon as they get out of the hyperbolic time chamber, they kill themselves and go back in time and be like, ah, now I'm stronger because this dude just did it for me. What? Kill themselves? Yeah, dude, they got the time lord power. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm confused. I'm like, what cartoon did you watch? No, speaking of cartoons, I mean Saturday morning cartoons are back because not only I'm watching Dragon Ball Z Kai, they're uh, Transformers Prime because I can get the. Transformers Prime now replaying on CW. Yes. So I'm watching Transformers Prime, and then I'm watching new episodes of Clone Wars, which is like, yeah, it's okay. Uh, Green Lantern, uh, slightly better. And then, um, yes. Oh, dude, you sound like a T-1000, and I'm pretty sure that didn't come through the recording. So oh, what are you watching? Sorry. Saturday morning cartoons. There's a bunch of new ones out there, but the last one that's on each day is Young Justice. Oh, dude, I, I think I'm behind. There's been uh, two new episodes the last two weeks. You know, I was so disheartened once they like pushed it back six months that I just haven't cared to uh, to watch these new ones. Oh no, it's back. It's 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 better than ever. All right, I gotta I, I gotta stop recording so I can go watch the Young Justice right now. Yeah. It's like <laughs> it's still a little too alien heavy. Mm-hmm. You know, like season one, they're always facing all the uh, super villains that you knew to grow to love and. And this time they're always fighting aliens because they're being invaded by aliens. But I still wish they'd make time to bring in a couple more villains. But it's still, it's good. I really like where it's going. And uh, it's just, God, it's just fucking done the best. Cool. And the animation's awesome. Of course. Now, I'm, uh, actually, now that you say that, I'm like, all right, great. Now, I was kind of on the super high from watching Dark Knight Returns. I need something else to sustain me. Young Justice is always good for that. Watch the last two episodes that just came out. Oh, and they kind of hinted that it's going to crack you up. They kind of hinted that they might be bringing on Static Shock. Oh, fuck Static Shock. <laughs> no, seriously. They might make Static cool. No, I'm... Uh, yeah. I'm telling you, they hint at Static Shock, and he might just... If any cartoon could make Static cool, 
mm-hmm. it would be Young Justice. Well, I mean, he was kind of cool in those uh, Batman Beyond episodes. They're like, all right, he grows up and he's actually cool. Yeah, see, good. There you go. Like, uh, and that was technically Justice League. Mm-hmm. The show, yeah. So Justice League made Static cool. And let's face it, I mean, his theme song was always kind of neat. Like, was that like Little Romeo that was rapping on it? Yeah, I think so. Superhero, Static Shock, whoop whoop. That was always kind of cool. <laughs> Cartoons sucked though. We can all agree on that. It all, yes. it, it definitely sucked. Yeah, it was it was proud family bad. Yeah, but like I said, I don't know. When you watch Young Justice, you'll have to let me know or any of the uh, any nerds watching or listening to our show now uh, weigh in on Facebook. Uh, it looked like they hinted like Static Shock could be coming. That's cool. So, but right. no, this is cool. They're, they're dealing with the future now. Blue Beetle's got a little bit more of a main role, which is interesting. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. But I also feel like they're hinting that Kid Flash is going to become Flash also. Which which one? Oh, uh, Kid Flash or the uh, the Future Flash? No, not Impulse, not Future Flash. Like Kid Flash from season one. Mm. It looks like he's going to step up and become Flash. I don't. I'm just guessing. But like during one of the commercials, you know, when they were like, "You're watching Young Justice," they, you know, they show a couple quick clips and they show a clip of the Flash running and he has like a sound bite. But the sound bite sounds like Kid Flash's voice. Cool. Well, maybe so, maybe they're transitioning to the. Uh, I have no idea what New Fifty Two did to the Flash, but maybe they're just kind of like trying to tie the knot to that. Well, no, no, that would be the opposite of what they're doing. Oh, really? <laughs> because in uh, Young Justice, Kid Flash is Wally West. Yes. And in New 52, there's Wally West doesn't exist. He's not the Flash anymore. They went back to Barry Allen. Ah. So in this one, now in season two of Young Justice, uh, Kid Flash is retired. Right. He doesn't want to be a hero anymore. But uh, he was like an awesome character in the first one. So just going by this soundbite alone, it kind of sounds like they might kill the Flash. In an cool. upcoming episode, and have Wally West come out of retirement and step up and become the Flash, which I mean, that sounds like it'd be a fucking awesome episode. I mean, it's about time, you know. Like the great thing about the Dark Knight Returns is that like you could kill anybody, you could have anything happen, you could have a bat tank, and it doesn't matter because this is kind of like alternate reality. I I think I want more of that in Young Justice. Yeah, well, I mean, it could happen, and so yeah, go watch the last two episodes. So we can talk about it, and uh, um. What was her name? Mango Sirene on YouTube. She nice. always reviews them. And yes. she's like, uh, she's big into that and big into cosplay and stuff. So I should go to her YouTube channel. She always reviews them like the day after they come out. So it's a, another cool perspective on the show. Awesome. Well, cool. Does, uh, do you have anything else? Or I think that's about wraps us up. Oh, I got a thunder dump. Dump me. Yeah. Um, Dump me like so a hurricane. we may have talked about this before. You may have already heard this, but I, I swear just coming across it recently, I felt like it was new to me. But Arnold Schwarzenegger is back in the media, you know, with that new movie, The Last Stand. Yes, with Johnny Knoxville. Yes, which I'll be waiting until it's free on HBO to watch. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't look that great. It doesn't look great, but I think I will enjoy it free on HBO. Okay. You know, like I, you know, just like everyone, anyone everyone enjoy like a shitty movie on cable. Like watching transporter movies is fun because you don't pay for them. Right. I mean, you, you sort of do. But you so don't. they are, they were so, you know, he's doing the media rounds and stuff, and they asked him about anything he ever regretted. And he actually regretted passing up a very iconic role that's near and dear to us. No. Was it they, what? They offered him Nick Cage's role in The Rock. Whoa. And he passed and he turned it down. They offered him Stanley Goodspeed. On The Rock. Can you fucking imagine if Arnold Schwarzenegger played Nick Cage role on The Rock? That would have been fucking stupid. It would, yeah. Trust me. 
Second of all, no one takes Nick Cage's role. But can you imagine how much that would have sucked? Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sean Connery on The Rock? It would have turned into Commando 2, which actually that would have been kind of cool. I, I mean, know. he wouldn't have done Nick Cage's character. He would have been like a badass or something. Exactly. Like, it would have just been weird. I mean, the whole thing about Nick Cage's character in The Rock is that, like, he's just like some wimpy nobody. You know, he's just this nerd, and uh, everybody knows that he can't do anything, so they totally underestimate him. The whole movie, people are just like, you know, he's, he doesn't have any training, you know, he's just some, like, nerd, like, bomb diffuser dude. Like, he's not like Arnold Schwarzenegger with frickin' muscles coming out of his ass. Yeah, can you imagine Schwarzenegger? I'll take pleasure in cutting you, boy. Yeah, no, oh, I can't. Shame on them. <laughs> it's just weird, like, like, they would have to make up some backstory to be like, yeah, he's ripped and he's like ex-military, but no, he's he's into bombs now or something. Yeah. How Look, in the name of Zeus's butthole did you get out of your cell? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, let, let's think about what what if what if Arnold Schwarzenegger was in all Nick Cage's roles? I mean, I'm just I'm just I'm just trying to imagine how The Rock would have been just flipped up on, you know, like. Do you like the Elton John song, Rocket Man? <laughs> well, you know, I only bring it up because it's you. You're the Rocket Man. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> he's, maybe he's like, oh, but my wife is the prob queen. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm just a biochemist. <laughs> Would you cut me some friggin' slack? <laughs> but what if you, what if, what if, uh, what if he was offered all of Nick Cage's roles first, but then I ironically turned them all down? Like, what if they offered him uh, the the Wicker Man? Ah, <laughs> oh, the bees! How's it get burned? How's it get burned? Get to the chop. I mean, ah! Uh. <laughs> get to the bear costume. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, trying to like yeah, he's in Ghost Rider and they're like, Oh, you have to go against the devil. Well If it please we can kill him. <laughs> That's right. I'm the Ghost Rider. Ah <laughs> That's right. The Ghost Rider The Ghost Rider is an angel who went insane. No, it's Rider. Rider. Rider Ghost Rider. <laughs> no, Rider. Rider It's <laughs> had to respell it. R I D A H H H H. Wait, 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 wait. Let's let's flip this. Let's flip this. What if Nick Cage, I, I ironically turned down all of Arnold Schwarzenegger's roles? So what if it was uh, Nick Cage in Jingle All the Way? Oh my God. You know what I mean? Like up against like Sinbad, like he can't get the toy, so he's just losing his shit in the middle of the toy store. Oh my God, that would scare the crap out of me, man. You better call all the cops. <laughs> Like, Sinbad would have turned into the hero of that movie. It's like, save us from this crazy man. Oh, man. Yeah, can you imagine if Nick Cage and Terminator was like, oh, come with me if you want to live. <laughs> I'd be like, for how long? Like, 20 <laughs> seconds? You fucking tweaked out druggy. Get away from me. I'd be like, no, thank you. No, thank you. You look drunk, and you might hurt somebody. Yeah, I've been sent back <laughs> from the future. No, you haven't. Are you, are you drunk again, Nick Cage? <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. What if it was Arnold Schwarzenegger as Big Daddy in Kick-Ass? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, hit girl. Come to Daddy. Try on your bulletproof vest. Oh, man. So wait, so wait. So then it would have been uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger trying to get into a Superman movie, but then ultimately being turned down. 
I'm trying to see Schwarzenegger and face off. You're going to take my face off? <laughs> Cast a Troy. I have your face. Oh, he's, he's starting to sound like Cookie Monster now. Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm getting over a cold. I'm sorry. <laughs> I want to see Cookie Monster in Arnold Schwarzenegger's roles now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, man. Yeah, so I thought that was crazy. I mean, you always hear about that every once in a while. Someone gets offered someone else's role. Like Will Smith turned down Neo in The Matrix and stuff. Yeah. Wow. Thank goodness. Yeah, this is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down when the fucking guy gave me the blue pill. <laughs> That's right. And I kind of woke up. Let me up tell you all eating... about a town called, where, where do they live? The Z- Zion. New, New Genesis, sir. <laughs> yeah, the middle of the earth. <laughs> Sorry, somebody needs to make that mashup. Mash up that trailer on YouTube. Use, yeah. all this, use all the dumbass scenes from Matrix 2 when they're all partying down. I said, yo, Agent Smith, see you later. <laughs> Look at my kingdom. I'm finally there. In a fucking underground cave with a bunch of smelly people. That's right. <laughs> the only thing we do is have raves and do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds kind of cool. Yeah, actually. You know what I want to see, though? Like, speaking of that, I always thought it would be awesome if, like, the next time uh, Neo goes into the Matrix, it's like Pee-wee's Playhouse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and everything's just, like, demented and weird, and the robots are like, well, we're trying something. Come on, just go with it. I want to be the guy that, who's the guy that stays behind, like Tank or whatever, and he programs them, gives them the weapons and stuff they want? Oh, yes, yes. Like, isn't technically he the one that decides what clothes you wear? Technically, yes. When you go in, he has to, like, you have to tell him, like, yo, I want a badass trench coat and some $500 <laughs> shades. You gotta, you gotta slip him, like, you know, like, some candy or whatever, whatever, like, cool stuff is in Zion to make sure, like, he takes care of you. Yeah, I would be like, yo... Make sure Jada Pinkett Smith comes through naked. <laughs> make sure Carrie Ann Moss comes through naked. That's right, and make and make sure that that the sole lesbian in our group wears like white a white tuxedo with bleach blonde hair. Also, we know that she's different. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. You have to you have to ask this guy for your clothes. I think that's how he does it, right? He programs who he sends you through. I, I mean, you don't just in your head decide what you're gonna wear. I think he has to write it for you, right? I, th- I I don't know, but it would be awesome if like you had to be like, "Yo, man, I will uh, I will totally uh, you know I will take care of you when we come back." If I was tank, I would wait until they're in the middle of battle, and then I'd write the code and switch switch he was wearing right then. Well, the villain kind of like did that. It's kind of like messing with people. Like he was telling Trinity, like, "Hey, Trinity, I'm totally touching your boobies in the real world right now. What you gonna do?" Yeah. <laughs> It's just unplugging them one by one. Poor, poor everybody in the Matrix. Yeah. Sorry, dudes. Yeah, but that's what happens when your parents ground you from the internet. You feel like you're dead, like you're a wraith. And you're like, not like this, not like this. Mm-hmm. Boom, the internet's Follow gone. Follow the rabbit, Neo. <laughs> Neo probably just got beat up. He followed. He's like, "Yo, I'm looking for the white rabbit," and they're like, "Oh, this is the mark. Beat the shit out of him. Yeah. Take his money." <laughs> yeah, he wakes up after the after the 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 Matrix movies, and he's lying in a bathtub full of ice without a kidney. Like, yeah, Crap. anyone listening, if someone contacts you online and says, "Yo, meet me uh, at this club. Ask for the white rabbit," just don't don't do it. Don't do it. No, just don't do it. And like when you show up, if they're this weird, like uh, strung out, wafy looking, ninety pound woman, don't go home with her. Just, uh, well, just stay away. Well, maybe. Well, <laughs> <laughs> don't go to your place. Yes. Go right. to a hotel. That's the that's the cardinal rule. Yeah. 
Yeah, but everything about that movie. I think like when <laughs> when Morpheus shows up, Neo's like, "Oh crap! Here comes the third wheel. Here's her pimp to beat the crap out of me." Yeah. He's like, "Do you know kung fu?" No. Well, all right. You're about to. Yeah. A pimp chased our brother once. You know, I that was one of those stories I never wanted to uh, divulge <laughs> to the podcast. You never wanted the what? I I never wanted to like bring that up on the podcast because I have like. Some class, maybe some self-respect. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, we won't get into it. <laughs> if, you, if you personally know us, ask us one day, and we'll, I'll I'll tell you the glorious story about a pimp chasing my brother. Oh, if only here. he'd taken the way back to the hotel that I took, then he wouldn't have been chased by a pimp. <laughs> so I, I think, missed out on it. I think, barely. I, I, I he think, shows up. He's like, "You're not gonna fucking believe what I, I was like, dude. You're supposed to bring more beer. I just got chased by a pimp. Like, oh, awesome. That's just it, man. Like. <laughs> Never mind. It's it's okay. a great story, but no, it has to be over beer in the real life. No recording devices. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he has a job. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, uh, he doesn't listen to this podcast anyways. But um, So check us out. We're on RetroWare TV, and we're also on ElderGeek.com. Mm. We're on iTunes. We're on YouTube. Word. Uh, a little bit there. Check us out there. Uh, we're on our Facebook page, JumpInPodcast.com. Um, thanks to all our listeners who weighed in. Uh, trying to get video games for us. We appreciate uh, you coming in and sending us awesome links and shit. I love it. So. Word. Yeah, thanks Thanks so much for everybody who submitted for the contest. You're all awesome. Best of luck, you know, in your in your gaming careers and with your lives. And uh, Andrew Corner, you little bastard. <laughs> and for anyone that you? feels bad that they didn't win, just keep in mind that I didn't win also, and I have a PS2. <laughs> So. But, but don't wait, don't you have Tenchu 3 lying around somewhere, though? No, yeah, I do. I, okay. I didn't need that one from you. That's good. I just needed a backup copy. <laughs> I still, My PS2 still works. I only play Star Wars Battlefront on it. That's true. It just takes like 10 minutes to load. <laughs> my PS2 is like, it's on life support. So it's like some days it just, you know, I have to load and just keep hitting uh, eject and reset and shit all over and over again. So it's, that's why I've been playing the Xbox instead. Which and, I also have Star Wars Battlefront for. See, this is one thing that, like, the N64 gave us no load times, right? That, like, mm-hmm. N64, Mario 64, zero load times. That's awesome. And the freaking Xbox 360, PS3, can't get over that, man. I just can't believe it. Like, here oh, we are in this modern By the day. way, if you have stock in Nintendo, sell, sell, sell. Why? Did you know that the PS3 is outselling the Wii U? Well, that, I mean, the 3DS got outsold by everything, but it's still doing freaking amazing. Yeah, did you know the 3DS is also outselling the Wii U? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the Wii U is uh, it's in trouble. Oh, no. Well, maybe. Well, that's good news for me, the cheap-ass gamers out there, because that means when they, uh, when they pull a 3DS and drop the price by, let's say, like 30%, we mm-hmm. can snatch it up. Yeah, I mean, it's got... Um... It did well for Christmas, obviously, but I guess some of their biggest games that they're hoping for aren't coming out for a while. Sure. So they only got a couple games in the next couple months, and their units are not selling. So that's like, could, that's like it could be trouble. That's like every Nintendo launch in history, though. They'll have yeah, like they'll true. have like six games, and all of them will suck, right? But then at the time, like Steel Diver is like or Driver, I think it's Steel Diver is like the the best example. Uh, 3DS came out. Everybody's like, oh my god, 3D handheld without glasses. Yo, check out this sick game. It's called Steel Diver. Steel Diver was a terrible game. It was awful. It, and it, 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 it lasted for like 10 minutes. Everything about it sucked ass. 
Uh, and as soon as you play the game for like 10 minutes, you're like, okay, I'm done. But it was full price when it came out. It was one of the launch titles everybody was talking about. I feel like every Nintendo uh, launch starts like they have a bunch of piece of crap games. They never launched with anything good, uh, minus this release that came out with a Mario game. But, uh, you know, th- you know, you need time to build up a console uh, library. Well, it's, they just need to work on Mario Kart Wii U because we'll buy the system as soon as it happens. <laughs> Seriously, man. Although, you do, dude, I was playing uh, Sonic All-Star Racing Transformed on the Wii U. It's, it, it's pretty awesome. Okay, because that demo was not fun. You know, it's a, it's, I think it's better once you get uh, different tracks. Like, the tracks that we got were, like, okay. Yeah, I didn't like I didn't like the demo at all. I just it just felt disconnected. Like it just didn't feel like you were really racing or anything. It just didn't seem lame. The one the graphics graphics were cool. Yeah, but it just didn't feel. Uh, I don't know. It's just, I didn't like it. It was just different. It's just not Mario Mario Kart, you know. And Mario Kart, one of the greatest things you could do is pick a big dude with a big bruiser character and slam into people. And uh, Sonic, it seems like no matter how hard you ram into somebody, it just doesn't affect them at all. Like you don't even feel it. Well, same when you're driving, too. The driving was too smooth. Yeah. So, but so, it was only in the demo, mm-hmm. so I'm not passing sentence here. True. No, I, th- I think that, that definitely holds up, but I had some fun on some, some tracks. Just playing with, uh, playing with the nine-year-old, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I will, I will smite you, nine-year-old, and show you the error of your ways, but he wound up, he wound up taking me uh, two out of three tracks. Boom. This is yep. how it is, man. The next generation, they're too good. Well, you know, I'd only played the demo, and he owned the game, so uh, <laughs> it was only my second time playing, and uh, I, I was beating him, like, the our third match, I was beating him 99%, and then he just t- overtook me in the final lap. Oh, see, that's when I'd start shit-talking about his mom and the dirty Sanchez <laughs> I was going to give her. <laughs> and he'd be like, what is that? And I'd be like, well, someday... Let me, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Go to the toilet. <laughs> Pull out a lot. All right, well, cool. Well, check us out. And uh, awesome. And uh, yeah, maybe I'll be able to see Witch Hunter in time for next week. Cool. All right. Peace out, everybody. Soup. Jumpman engaged. I find your lack of faith disturbing. One shall stand.